on this week's episode of Third and Forever. Kevin and I finally have some more news in the Deshaun Watson case. We're going to talk all about that. Actually, breaking news, some news that came from the NFL as well as the NFLPA. So that's going to be ever-changing, but we're going to discuss that. We had a certain team down in Miami get a quite a big penalty uh, for some tanking, tampering, just I can you say a certain team in Miami. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not the, one of the cities that the has Dolphins. two teams. <laughs> it's the Dolphins, folks. And their owner uh, getting quite a penalty himself. Uh, and then we're going to continue our top 10 lists, and we have the top 10 pass catchers for 2022. Kevin and I are going to dissect our top 10, maybe have some honorable mentions, and then, of course, we're going to have our producer, Dustin, give his kind of rapid fire, and we're going to laugh at him, and it's going to be great. All right, let's go. Forever presented by Ten Thousand Takes. I'm your host Adam Oz, joined as always by co-host Kevin Olm and producer Dustin Luco. Kevin, we're back for a consecutive week. Yeah, and it's you gonna... said the order right this time, and <laughs> you know we're back for a consecutive week. And I don't know if you know this, Adam. Yeah, football's back. Yeah, football is back if today. You, if you're, when listening, you're listening to this, to this when this is published on Thursday, August fourth, we have the Hall of Fame game. Um, which is a very real game. Which is it's just real. It's it's contact football. Yes. Um, uh, players you know, will be in uniform. Th- they'll they'll be there. Uh, but it is actually a little exciting. So we're gonna see like who's actually gonna play because it does have the Las Vegas Raiders in it, and there's a certain player which we'll probably talk about in this episode. Uh, who will be? It would be his first. Possibly action <laughs> what, in. What if what, the if, what if I just didn't put him in the top ten? Just like out of spite, just. Like, what, what if I just snubbed Devontae? Just like, Again, no, he's like, nothing to me now. We were talking before, like, pre-show, like, you're like, all right, what if I just didn't have Justin Jefferson on there? And now if you said that, then, like, you just, it would just, I, I don't know what your list would be. My my, my top list. ten yeah. is Amari Rogers and then Alan Lazard, <laughs> Randall Cobb. Not Equinemius St. Brown. Not he's not dead anymore. to me. Nope, Marcus nope. Valdez-Scantling, dead to me. Uh, MVS is half dead. Yeah. I, he's okay. Got Sammy Watkins week one is like number yeah, one. That's that, number one ever. <laughs> yeah. Like of any receiver of all time. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, we'll, we'll see. It's set for, I think it's on at seven. I think it's at seven. Yeah. O'clock? I think it's at seven central, central. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I just, yeah. I just want to see people in football pads hit each other. Yeah. Even if it doesn't matter. Even like, if it's guys that are just hoping to make the roster and yeah. like, or the practice squad, like it's still entertain. Like I still watch preseason. It's, like it's still more football know. than has happened for the last, however many months. Exactly. Like don't, don't be that person. That's like, Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just the. The preseason, like I'm not gonna watch every preseason game, but yeah. like the first one, right? Yeah. Um. All right. So as I mentioned in the intro, we have some news before we get to our top ten list this week. Um. We had some developments in the Deshaun Watson, uh, suspension. You know, Boy, case. howdy, did we? And because they brought in a independent, uh, judge to kind of give their recommendation or their, yeah. you know. And this, this was the this was the first time yeah. that we had kind of this outside arbiter of the decision, yeah. rather than just Goodell deciding what he wants to do that day. So, so Deshaun Watson, he they were the judge recommended 
this is like a 25 year, like a season. It's not just, you know, it's, I think it was like a woman judge too, Sue yeah, Robinson. Yeah. And she, I mean, she had an extensive resume of yeah. judge like occupations and whatnot. Yeah. I don't know what they are, but yeah. I. Judging. She yeah. Had, she's, she's had a long history she's of judging. Very, she's a very judgy person. Yeah. I think you'll find. Yeah. Um, okay, good occupation for that. <laughs> so she ruled that Deshaun Watson should be suspended for six games and a fine of just a massive $300,000. Yikes. Thoughts and prayers um, uh, to Deshaun. I don't there. know how he's going to get by. I don't so, know if he can. Obviously, that came on, I think, Monday. And uh, like Monday morning, that news kind of broke. Yeah. And the NFL and the NFL PA or Deshaun's team had until, I believe, tomorrow. If you're listening to this today to file an appeal. But they said before it even came out that they were not, the, the NFLPA said they would not be appealing. Yeah, yeah, the Deshaun the people, because of course, because they're like, holy shit, this yeah. is like best case scenario, essentially, realistically. Yeah, so six games comes out, and the day that it came out, there's a lot of flack, a lot of pushback. Yeah. I think, as there should be, a lot of comparisons to Calvin Ridley. He was suspended indefinitely, which is minimum a, a season, yep. for betting on a game that he wasn't even playing in or like yeah. a part of. And- but that that was also a breach of contract, yeah. whereas this was kind of something totally different. And the the thing about the six games from uh, Sue here, mm-hmm. our, our, our friend Sue, it doesn't really make sense to me if you read like what she wrote yeah. to go along with that. She was like, this guy exhibited predatory behavior and a pattern yeah. and egregious was thrown around, which is a word that, I probably use too often, but you don't really see that much right. in everyday life. And then she said six games. Yeah. And it's like, Did you forget what? a zero or something? Yeah. Like, like you, what happened? I, this was scathing. Yeah. And then you just kind of ended it with like, and it's less than a third of a, or it's like a little more than a third of a season. Yeah. It's, it, I, it it's just, a, it's, it leaves such a bad taste. It's a quarter per woman. Yeah. And it's, and it, I don't know. I mean, I know he's reached a lot of out of, out of court settlements. With yeah. these, you know, twenty four women, and it it's just like still like I I mean the I, fact that I feel like, like looking at like a settlement too like yeah. I don't or there's some people out there that are like that if the case got settled then that means he's innocent no. like no that means that he paid them enough money to yeah. stop talking about the thing he did like yeah. that's what it means that's yeah. not even I mean it doesn't mean he's for sure guilty I he, guess but it doesn't mean he he's wrote innocent. them a big enough check yeah. for them to stop legally talking about it or like. Yeah, pursuing it to to sign an NDA and yeah. then drop it. Yeah, and so, um, I I think it's it's it. Of course, this brought this lenient of a penalty. Uh, it brought a whirlwind of people bringing up pre- previous suspensions that have taken place for Tom Brady various for offenses. Um, Ray you know, Rice, I think, was Ray in there. Ray Rice for a few games. The Adrian Peterson. Um, you know, you have a lot of history of suspensions. Vontez Perfect, pretty sure, was suspended twelve games. Friend of the show, Vontez Perfect, <laughs> suspended twelve games for a hit that that you know that took place an, an egregious hit. Yeah, that, but that took place on the football in, field. In it a, wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like a criminal like case where he's like no, he didn't assaulting. find AB like later. And, yeah, like, get him. Like. So it, and it's like. I mean, that that was a very strict penalty. Yes, he had a long history of doing that on the field, and so that built up to it. But still, it's like when there are 24, you know, open cases of, like, sexual assault. Yeah. And the, the fact that they put in, like, 
he has to, and also a little of the penalty, he has to see, like, the team Only. has to approve yep. his masseuse. It's like, why are we letting him still get massages, people? No, you should never why, be able to. Why you, is he still allowed he to get sh- that? He has shown us that he cannot uh, handle the freedom of having massages, I, wanted, I guess. I want to calculate how many Theraguns he could buy with his money. <laughs> like, that's that's all that you get, Deshaun. Like, you just well, massage yourself. I feel like uh, that should just be a rule for everyone in the world. Like, yeah. you get, like, three different masseuses per year, and if you burn through those three, like, you don't get any more yeah. because clearly you're doing something. Yeah. It's getting to a point where it's like, this could become a class action. And it's like, you're going to start seeing those commercials that are like, <laughs> yeah. if you were a loved one has been If you were a loved one has given a massage. Like Sean Sean Watson. Watson. Yeah, like it's just... <laughs> It's just wild that like if you if you lived in the you Houston the Houston damages. or Cleveland area in the land like in the last like twelve months and have received a massage and and imagine or given a massage the, the part about that that no one's talking about too is imagine being like his assigned masseuse by the Browns yeah, like, and being like oh shit <laughs> okay I don't know. how much money do they would get paid not. A ton. No, but like I feel like in order for that, like okay, to get him, like you gotta. I feel like they already have like massage therapists, and they're just the same ones that are just like over here, like oh shit. I don't know. It's it's gross. But then of course the NFL, um, kind of quickly, like just today, a few hours ago, announced that they're filed an appeal for indefinite suspension, which would be a one year minimum and and a a fine. I'm sure a very large fine. Uh, the Calvin Ridley treatment. Right yeah, now. A, a large fine. It's still, you know, it wouldn't touch his guaranteed money and no. his uh I think his technical salary this year is a yeah. million dollars. So it it wouldn't be backbreaking, but it would be substantially it's, it's more. the indefinite suspension thing that they're yes. looking af- looking for. And the NFLPA quickly announced that they're preparing to sue the NFL in federal court over said appeal. So we are far from over with this. Um, I But with this whole thing playing out, I feel like he's not going to play this year. I feel like it's going to be dragged out so long. Like, yeah. I just don't see him. There, there won't be like a decision this no. year. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think, and that, I think for the NFL, that's okay with them. I think they, they kind of get what they're looking for. Um, Browns fans, I, I don't know what to tell you. I've got Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, if I was a Browns fan, I would still be like mid crisis of faith yeah. with the whole organization. Maybe just, maybe just take a year off, you know, yeah. just kind of see where things shake out yeah. because, uh, you're, you guys are, your organization's kind of gross. Just like go all in on the calves, I guess for a year and just like, yeah. Or the, the, gar- the guardians. guardians. Yeah. They're, I don't know. Well, not great. Not great. Cleveland. <laughs> sorry. Um, next news. This is kind of interesting here because this finally was announced and all the drama that's happened with Brian Flores and the Miami dolphins and their fallout and him suing saying that like he was approached by the front office and the ownership to like tank and to lose games for better draft picks. Um, that was kind of a big thing. And like he was, but that wasn't even part of this. Well, I I know but I'm I'm talking about like how this was like, the the dolphins were found guilty of violating like well, you know their tampering the tampering yeah. rules of the NFL uh which caused them to lose their first round draft pick for next year for the 2023 draft yep. their third round pick in 2024's draft their owner uh Steven Ross was suspended the first 6 weeks so i guess the same amount as uh or the first 6 games as Deshaun Watson right now B- big Big hit for an owner to be suspended. <laughs> yeah. How could you ever recover so, from that? So he was 
uh, suspended through October 17, 2022. During this period, he was not allowed to be present at the facility, may not represent the club at any team or NFL event. Oh, he may it. not attend any league meeting prior to the annual meeting in 2023. Oh, no. Is removed from all league committees indefinitely oh, and fined $1.5 million. No, not the committees. Also, their vice chairman, limited partner, Bruce Beal, is, may not attend any legal uh, league meeting for the remainder of the season and find five hundred thousand um, dollars, and this is all based on their impermissible communications with Tom Brady. I was in, gonna say, don't twenty nineteen and twenty twenty, yeah, when he was with the Patriots, and twenty twenty one when he was at the Bucks, as well as impermissible communication with Sean Payton in January twenty twenty two when he was still with the Saints. Yeah, and I, and I was gonna say, don't bury the lead here yeah. because the headline should read Tom Brady criminal. <laughs> Uh, this That's man... your takeaway when he when he said nah, like quit calling me, like I'm not coming to the Dolphins. He didn't say, no, we he don't know that. Do it. No, we don't know. And he was trying to do it, and and Bill, our sweet boy Bill, he blew it up. Bill Belichick <laughs> was like, not on my watch, motherfucker. But Tom wanted to go to Miami, be their quarterback, and have a partial stake of ownership in the team. First time that's ever happened in the NFL. It would have been. And it got blown up because Tom, like Sean Payton, is so, a criminal. So you're saying that no one on the Packers team owns – is it like a stockholder? Uh, different, different. Is uh, it? Yes. Why? What's the difference? The difference is the stock isn't real. Oh, yeah. there. <laughs> there it is. It's a crucial difference in that we oh. don't actually own anything. Ah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> and I say we because I am also an owner. Of a I'm wondering paper, who – who do you think will be the interim owner of the Dolphins for those first six weeks? Isn't I, it like Fergie? I, I heard it was like... <laughs> I think it is. Like Fergalicious Fergie? Yes. Let me, let me look. Let me look here. Who is... The backup owner. I She'll make it to, to where like this. Black Eyed Peas perform every game. <laughs> yeah, Will I Am stepping in, like just giving pep talks in the locker room. It'll be like the Blackhawks, how they have the same guy sing the national yeah. anthem every game. It'll be the Black Eyed Peas doing it. Miami Dolphins ownership. I, I could be way off here. Go, yeah. keep, keep keep going. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll do, I, I I'll think the, the ramifications for this are interesting because, like, no players or coaches or even, like, the GM is being penalized. So, like, how much is this actually going to affect the team? Probably very, very little. The biggest impact, obviously – is not having a first-round pick next year uh, and a third round. I would like an apology from both of you. So, uh, minority owners, uh, I don't know who Gloria Estefan is, Emilio Estefan, Mark Anthony, Venus Williams, wow. Serena Williams, wow. and Fergie. So I never said you were you were wrong. No, I just I would like an apology anyway. For what? Not even for this. We just got for excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's no apology needed. You doubted me. No, I just didn't know. Did. Adam just wanted clarification. So, yeah, I so wanted... which Fergie you were talking so, about? Yeah, like so the, the Fergalicious Fergie, Venus and you know? Serena and Fergie yeah. own the team because I don't know who those other three people. Well, Mark are. Anthony Mark was Anthony's... the dude that was married to J Lo or with J Lo for so long. He's got a clothing line. Yeah, he was like the fashion designer or something. Okay, then those four, and we'll just cut out those first two because again then they are the largest minority owners but wow or wait no those are their ages they're the oldest minority <laughs> <laughs> yep all right who's got seniority who's been on earth the longest 
Why do they have their ages? It's I, so, don't, I don't know. Who cares? It's, it's amazing. Like, wow, look how young he is, and they own part of a team. They're like, like Venus Williams, 34. Serena, 33. All of those people that you named, I'm like, I'm sure those first, like, two, those Estevan people are, like, you know, some business conglomerate or whatever, yeah. some crazy mogul. And then, like, Mark Anthony, okay, sure. I'm sure he lives in Miami, maybe, and he just, like, let's own a team. And then the other two, like Venus and Serena, okay, sure, yeah, they're athletes. They want to own a team. Maybe they live in Miami most of the year. Yeah. And then, but the last, like, for, that's so random. That's so out of nowhere. Is she from Miami? Uh, maybe. Is she, like, a lifelong I Dolphins I feel like fan? there's a lot of, that you could it's get weird. people with the Dolphins over. It's like, I just want to be in Miami. That'd be like, so, uh, Fergie's from California. Well, what the hell? I guess it'd be a lot harder to own part of the LA teams. Yeah. Um, Miami though can't be that far behind. Like that's got to be tough to own part of that team. So, so they they find Stephen Ross one point five million. Yep. His net worth is six point five billion. So Damn. thoughts and prayers. Damn. Uh, to him, that's got to be tough. Yeah. Rough. Um. All right. So that's kind of the biggest news. Uh, I guess we have the first ACL down. Uh, this year in twenty twenty two news. Uh, twenty twenty three season. Uh, receiver Tim Patrick for the Broncos tore his ACL and is out. For the season, what we have to ask here is: Is this Russell Wilson's fault? I don't and, know. And why? Why did he do this to Tim Patrick? Did you also know? I also want to note: uh, Have you ever seen a player not playing football, like actually not on the football field, like outside, wear their jersey, like not like a PR event? He he came to camp, yeah, I, wearing his jersey. Because I was like, when the Packers do like the bike ride thing, and but stuff it wasn't like, that, like a game one; it was it, one that he buys, like a fan could buy that jersey. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't oh. like the actual. It was literally like you know we could put up a clip of it or whatever, but like it's literally him wearing like you could go buy this jersey. Yeah, it was like their cre- It was like a their orange one or whatever, like an old school one. I mean, I mean, Russ is so in a wildly large truck that he, he came with. He's so cringy. That it's he, awful, like, dude. He went from normal. Like always oh, cringy, and then he became so cringy that it wasn't cringy, and yeah. then he went around again, and he's back to. Could cringy, you imagine right? if he wasn't good? Yeah, and he was doing this shit. Like if he was, if you, sorry, Broncos fans. Well, I guess maybe not anymore. If he was like Drew Locke, and yeah. he was doing all this, like as he is, like Joe Flacco. Yeah, could if, you imagine? If he couldn't back it up. If he played every season like he played last season, <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't know if he would still be in the league because everyone would just be like freaked out by him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He's just, he tries so hard and it's like, it's kind of like J like JJ Watts cringy too. But like when JJ Watt in his prime, like he was really, really good. Obviously he's also big and scary yeah. where Russ is not. Yeah. But it's also helps. like JJ Watt, like him working out so much is probably the reason that he's injured all the time. Yeah. Like he broke himself with all the tire flips, but like, which are not good for you. No, they're very, <laughs> they're bad, very for bad for you. your back, which what does he have back problems? Yeah. Uh, they look really cool though. They look really cool. It's and true. then like, for, for whatever reason, like let me take this sledgehammer and just hit this tire. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> I don't know. He's, hey, it's, it's, just... it's a price you pay for looking cool. Yeah. That hard knocks episode was just fire. But speaking of hard knocks, speaking of hard knocks, it's coming up. What a fucking segue. It's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. It's going to be Tuesday We're getting of some next promos week. for it. Yeah. We're getting some kneecaps. Yeah. Are we going to discuss? Mm. I feel like last season. If there's something notable. 
Last season, we, we we were going to have a segment, and then it got really boring, so we stopped. So I well, think we should was, do that it again. It was the Cowboys. It was we, the Cowboys last year, yeah. and there was, of course, McCarthy and... Mojo moment. You know, mojo moment. How and, could like, you, you got all that kind of stuff. And Well, I'm sure there will be a lot of, like, sound bites that we can talk about in moments with Dan Campbell talking about kneecaps yep. and all that. And, like, I think he signed a kneecap. They, yeah, yeah, he's starting like, to do that. <laughs> he's signing kneecaps. Lean into it, man. Um, so I, I, that's going to be interesting. So I'm excited for that. I always like Hard Knocks. I don't know. It's 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 a nice look inside of like actually what happens. Like I like feel a like fan. the Cowboys season was not a good season. Though. No, like no. like that. Those couple episodes. I don't know. They just kind of got boring. Yeah. Well, they didn't really lean into any of the guys that like we kind of want to care about because none of them really made the team. Like there was like one dude yeah. that made the team, and then another guy like put on the practice squad. No one else like it was did. like it was like kind of interesting to see like Micah Parsons yeah. as the rookie, but like, I don't know, it, it wasn't it wasn't that compelling. Well, because so many of their stars are like super quiet. Like Demarcus Lawrence is pretty quiet. Uh, Mark Cooper didn't say a word. Dak pretty quiet favorite, of a dude. Favorite color is gray. Yeah, yeah, like it's just like I don't know. And <laughs> Dak, uh, who he had to deal with it was his his no, it was um. Trayvon Diggs' brother or son. Trayvon Diggs' son when he was crying. Was like, yeah. Said Patrick Mahomes was his favorite quarterback oh. <laughs> in front of Dak. Like that was great, but I don't know. Did he call him Patrick Mahomes too? Yeah, he was like, "Do you know I who so. I am?" And he was like, "Patrick Mahomes." Yeah. He was like, "Dude, no." Like, your dad <laughs> plays for this team. Yeah. Get your shit together. Yeah. Um. So that's that's coming back. So we're excited. We'll probably mention it as it goes on. Yeah. Um. With that said. Let's get to our lists. Normally, this is where we'd have our ad, um, but uh, producer, uh, what's what's the, what's going on? Our, with the ads? Uh, our legal team is still in the works of developing a contract to, uh, see, to I, lock it up. So. I don't know if I believe I you, believe Dustin. I feel like you're just you're just dropping the ball. Hey, on yeah. the are you ads. a part of the legal team? <laughs> no. That's, yeah. Stay in your corner. I don't think you are. are you a part of the legal team? <laughs> if we had I a, am the legal team. If, if we had a legal if we had a legal team, team like and, if we had a legal team and we didn't know about it or yeah. I didn't know about it, I'd be like, hey, I'd be concerned. What's happening? I, like, what's going on? I took a business law class in college. <laughs> I got it, guys. It's great. Tell Leave us one thing me. you learned in business law. Uh, I learned that the uh, the law the profits are, are good. <laughs> the mitochondria is the powerhouses. <laughs> no, I learned that uh, in 2005, the law for going bankrupt changed. So a lot of companies went bankrupt in 2004. Dustin, we're not going to go bankrupt. Yeah. Jeez. You have to make well, it's after 2000. Yeah. After the law, <laughs> we're, so it's we're hard. in the negative. We're it's already not in the as red. Good to do it. <laughs> it made it worse to go bankrupt. We should declare Jesus. bankruptcy. Yeah. See, see what happens. Yeah, I just declare. Michael right Scott. Now. Yeah. Just declare it. <laughs> All right. Uh, as I mentioned last week, we're going to be starting our top 10 lists leading up to quarterback and basically getting us to the regular season. So last week was defense. This week, we're going to be pass catchers. Uh, then we're going to be off next week. Um, but then we're going to come back with with uh, running backs and then end with have coaches and then we're going to end with quarterbacks. So it's pass catchers this week. We didn't want to say receivers because tight ends are people too. Um, just, just question. Do you have any tight ends on your list? I have two tight ends. Oh, okay. That's one more than me. And I got a little so there crazy. We go. There we go. One of them. Oh God. A little, little something, something. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm sure we have one of the tight Robert Tunyon. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, all right. We got top 10 pass catchers for 2022. Let's start. We're going to do the same format where we're you, Kevin and I are going to alternate uh, going down the list from 10 to one. And then we're going to let Dustin give us his, yeah. 
his list. All right, so you you go first. So, this, this do you week. have do you have any honorable mentions? I do have some honorable. Okay, mentions. let's let's talk about our honorable mentions here. What my honorable mentions? Um, I felt really, really like I thought it was very difficult right around like the ten mark. Yeah, because there are so many guys that are like the top end of tier, like say tier two or tier three. Yeah, however you want to call it, like. You know, they are either 2A or 1B guys on these teams. And you could make an argument for a lot of them getting into that top 10. But for right now, my honorable mentions, um, I have DeAndre Hopkins. I think it's hard with him because he missed so much last year. He's going to be suspended for a good chunk of this year. Uh, but, like, let's not forget, like, DeAndre Hopkins is still yeah. very, very good. Like, I just can't justify putting him in the top 10 with what we've seen, especially for 2022. I mean, he's only going to be limited action here. Yeah, I agree. So, and then I have uh, another guy like Chris Godwin. I mean, he does a lot of like the gritty work for the Buccaneers pass catchers. Like, you know, you have Mike Evans is like the, you know, he's, he is number one for Tom Brady, mm-hmm. but Chris Godwin does a lot of, you know, the get you down there. Well, Chris guy. Godwin could be a number one in plenty of other. Exactly. Places. And so I think just for that, and he's coming off an injury, I can't put him in the top 10. Um, another guy, a couple other guys, uh, I think CD lamb is, I really poised for a big breakout. He just hasn't done it. It's a, that's the thing. So yeah. it's like, I know he like a year from now, I could easily say he's probably gonna be in the top 10. Like yeah. he, I, he's right there. I can't wait to see what he does without Amari Cooper. Disappointing last year. though. Yeah. Uh, he just couldn't, he just couldn't get touchdowns far away. And it's still like, cause he just like, just makes it as loud as possible. You could try to like, you know, muffle it a little bit, like cover the top. I don't know. I'll, I'll cough next time. All right. Yeah. That won't be obvious. <laughs> That's better. You know, every, every time you hear Dustin cough, he just opened a beer. So just yeah. know that. Um, and then I, then I have two guys here that do a lot of the same things. Um, they are very, very underrated in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They're not the most physically gifted, but they are extremely, extremely reliable. Are you going to say who I think you're going to say? I have Adam Thielen and uh, Keenan Allen. There he is. Adam Thielen and Keenan Allen are essentially. They're both old as fuck. <laughs> Not really. So Adam, the interesting thing about Adam Thielen is he has converted he himself. D1, oh, sorry. He is he has converted himself to being in one of the best red zone targets in the NFL. Extremely efficient in every single you know metric you look at, whether that's the you know his target to reception to yards to touchdowns. Like it's just he doesn't get the high volume that a lot of these guys that we're going to talk about do. But he makes the most of his targets. Super, super reliable chemistry with Kirk Cousins. Um, he just knows where to find the holes in the defense. Keenan Allen does a lot of the same things. And they're, you know, they're not the fastest guys, they're not the quickest guys, but they're routine routinely getting open and getting separation. So I kind of lump them together. Um, guys are both getting up there in age, but they're hitting the point in their career. They're doing what Larry did and like kind of changing how they are to still be very productive. So yeah. like, I have to, I mentioning them, uh, health is both a concern for both of them in their later years, whether that's like a, you know, tweaked hamstring here and there, um, you know, just getting older. They just kind of have to adapt, which I think they are. So that's my honorable mentions. Yeah. I, I had, uh, I had two of those guys in there, but you can't guess uh, which one I did, but, uh, Keenan Allen and, uh, uh, Hopkins. Yeah. I had both of my honorable mentions. I also had AJ Brown, which judging by his, uh, absence, from your honorable mentions, probably means he's somewhere on your top he, 10. So we don't have to is. get into him. He is. 
Yeah, so let's start with number 10. Who do you got? All right, my number 10, I already mentioned him before. It's Mike Evans. Yeah. I think I think he's a guy that it's hard because you can look at his stats and be like, oh, well, it's touchdown dependent. But if you look at the numbers, like he gets yards. Like he is a routine. I mean, he's the only guy, I think, in NFL history yeah. that has like six straight thousand yard yeah, seasons. He, he gets a thousand yards every, every single season. Year. And sometimes he barely gets a thousand, yeah. but he gets it. And I think what's hard about him because he will have games where he only gets like two, three catches, or he'll be like yep. three, three quarters. He's got like three catches for 30 yards. And you're like, what the fuck's happening here? Yeah. Is he hurt? But no, he just. That offense with Chris Godwin, it can just kind and, and then you know Antonio but, Brown. Yeah, and he's kind of he's kind of the home run ball, yeah. but he's also like a big physical red zone presence. He runs really nice routes in general, but sometimes, yeah, sometimes it just doesn't kind of happen for him, and then suddenly he'll get two thirty yard you know receptions and a touchdown or something and just yeah. blow up. I'd like to see more converting more targets to receptions. There's kind of a big gap there. His his reception percentage is well, his, not the his best. Quarterback sucks. <laughs> okay. So, um, but he he's a very underrated guy, and he's someone that you know will all get. You want a thousand yards and double digit touchdowns? He's going to give you that. So there's, I, there's I have not a lot 10. of there's not a lot of volatility there no. either. There's a lot of a lot of reliability. Yeah. Um, so my number ten. And we can, yeah. I guess we'll we'll just keep going this way. Uh, so number ten for me, I had George Kittle, and he is my weird tight end. And this is this ranking is assuming health, yeah, because Kittle has had some health issues. But when he's on the field, him and the other tight end that I'm sure we both have somewhere in our top ten are the two guys that I feel like can really be game changers. You look yeah. at other tight ends, the the Darren Wallers of Mark the world, Andrews is Mark Andrews. Right there. Like they're they're really good. I don't want to take anything away from those guys, and they're physically gifted. But Kittle can kind of just be a freak sometimes, where he can just run through people. He you know he has those plays where he's got guys just falling off of him, and so I think that's that's part of why he gets that that number ten spot. He's got great mm-hmm. hands, and he's he's good in the offense and all that stuff too. And I just think that on a Kittle's best day, he is more impactful even than like a Keenan Allen type guy. Yeah. And and the thing is like, he is like a true, like he loves the grittiness of being a tight end. Like he loves yeah. blocking. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, he, and, and he gets there's into a that reason shit. for it. And I think I, I just, the health was an issue for me with him as well as the quarterback. Yeah. Um, that's a big question mark. Um, but he, when he has games, like when he's on, like his awesome games yeah. are so awesome. I mean, he just blows it's up. Unbelievable. Um, it's when he gets a game where Shanahan says, we're going to give Kittle the ball this week. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of where I can't justify it. Like there's just like the NFL right now has so many awesome receivers and like just pass catchers in general, but receivers, like you think about it, the NFL 32 teams, you know, three receivers starting on each team. Uh, probably 20 or 30 of those guys are really, really awesome to watch. Like they're fun and they're like, so that's why this list is probably going to be the hardest one we we're going to do Yeah, because like, there's not, there's, there's the core kind of four. There's tons of Terry McLaurin's out there that are not going to be on either list. Terry McLaurin is awesome, but like his quarterback, like it's been so bad. And so it's like, I can't justify it. Yeah. And so like, I don't know what I can do with him. So I didn't, that's why I didn't include him. But my number nine sticking with the Niners, it's Debo Samuel. Mm. You might have him a little higher. I don't know if you do have him on your list. Uh, well, I'll do, I'll do my next two. All right. So we've already talked about him next. So, so Debo Samuel is my number nine. Yep. 
a lot of the reason why I couldn't justify putting him higher is because he is so due for regression. Like it's not even funny for this year. Like he had a lot of touchdowns. He had yeah. a lot of his, a lot of his production was manufactured for him. Like it was predetermined. It was, he was getting the ball. Like, yeah, it was. It was manufactured, and it was also unsustainable. Yeah, and he has said, "I don't want to do that yeah. anymore." And and you know, losing Mike McDaniel's to Miami, like he was their run game coordinator. I don't know how that will affect him. It's still Kyle Shanahan, but the quarterback play, you know, I don't know what Trey Lance yeah. is going to be like, and it's going to be Trey Lance, but, seems like. And yeah, so, but but on the other side, I mean, Debo is a freak. Debo is He's really, really nuts. electric to watch. If this was like a top 10, like, athlete yeah. list, I would, but if it's a pass catcher, he doesn't run routes as cleanly no. as a lot of these guys. He doesn't get the separation consistently. And he, like, unless the play is designed like a jet sweep, he's in the backfield, mm-hmm. or if it's like a bubble screen, or if it's a, the, the, the read is literally get the ball to Debo. I don't love him above any of these other guys I'm going to name. So it, that's where it's tough with him. Yeah. I'm really, really curious to see how he does with Trey Lance, how he regresses or doesn't regress this year. Um, but like he's but dynamic. It's going to be an Ayuk breakout year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember so, that? So yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> God. So he's my number nine. He, um, okay. So he's your number nine. Yeah. My number nine is Mike Evans and spoiler alert. My number eight is Debo. So we can go right to your eight or your, uh, what was it? Eight and seven. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my, my eight and seven, um, this might be a little controversial. Um, just because he might be a little too low for some people's liking, but I'm not a prisoner of the moment. I'm trying not to be. Uh, I have number, uh, my number eight is Jamar Chase. So Jamar Chase, he had such a strong, like big games. Like he had what, three? He, he was, he was, when he, when he went off, he had like three touchdowns in a game. Yeah. And, it, like, and it, it was absurd. Yeah. A um, lot of targets, 81 receptions, 1,455 yards, 13 touchdowns. Um, and of course, the big the big news here is the relationship or chemistry he already had coming into this year with Joe Burrow picking out outfits. So you know, picking out his outfits. Um, I just I need to see more, well, it, like because now because like he kind of caught everyone. Everyone mm-hmm. knew he'd be good, but they had uh, the whole we, like drop we thing. Didn't, though yeah, <laughs> yeah. he had the whole drop thing because he had that quote where he's like, I admit, I know the in it, college they have the white catch the ball. They got the white on the balls and they yeah. don't have that here. It's harder to see it. It's like oh Jesus, keep your just don't he, talk. He done That's got the us. Justin Fields. The game's real slow for me. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, maybe okay. It's the opposite though. He was like the game's too fast for me. Yeah. It looks like it's pretty slow. <laughs> um, so Jamar Chase, like he's so dynamic, but now defenses like. They're going to be game planning for Jamar. Like they, they obviously were yeah. probably doing that, but now they really are. So I'm curious to see how he does. He probably won't exceed what he did last year. Like well, probably won't. And it, and it's really hard because we've only seen one year. Exactly. A That's, lot of these guys are young, but yeah. I mean, this is as young as you can be and be on this list. I don't think we have any like, true rookies the fact on this that list. I, the fact that Christian I named Watson. him, <laughs> the fact that I put him. <laughs> At number eight, above guys like DeAndre Hopkins, Godwin, Evans, Debo Samuel, it's an um, endorsement. You know, like yeah, like that's that's really good. Yeah, like I, you know, maybe a year from now, I'm sure he's going to be higher. But like, I just can't justify putting him higher than the other guys that I have. Yeah. So that leaves my number seven. Uh, you were right that I'd have him on my top ten. It is AJ Brown. Uh, AJ Brown, number seven. Yeah. Wow. AJ Brown is 
when he is on, like think back to when he was actually like on the field and playing, uh-huh. he had games like Jamar Chase, like these where he just does things that are just True. ridiculous. And that was really like he came into his own like when Tannehill wasn't playing the like, good. Like he was, I I was I'm on record here for being a big fan of Ryan Tannehill when he got to the Titans. He was very bad last year, Ryan mm-hmm. Tannehill, and AJ Brown when he was able to play, he still was just dynamic. Like he was unbelievable for them at certain times. Like he and he, like you think about it, he's the only target for them. Yeah. So that's with. Defense is clearly looking um, at him. What about the corpse of Julio Jones, sir? <laughs> Julio played less games than AJ Brown, I'm pretty sure. Yes, he did. I mean, <laughs> he played like one game. So it's like yeah. the fact that AJ Brown is still able to have these massive games when teams are like, he's the only pass catching threat, like, especially when they lost Derrick Henry. Yeah. And like, that's when he was really playing again. It's like, he's the only offensive threat on this team. And he was still producing. He He's still managed to get 869 yards uh, on just 63 receptions. Like that's just, it's just massive plays that he gets. And the way he's built, like his size and speed is something that like the Eagles did not have last year. Like you look at it, like their, their receiving core. I don't know if they had a target other than God Dallas Goddard over 200 pounds, over 190 pounds. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm very interested to see how he does. Their their team average went way down. Yeah. I uh, think if, if AJ Brown can put out, you know, 12, 13, 14 games, he's going to like, I mean, it's going to be unbelievable for unbelievable for Philly. Like I just all gotta come down to Jalen Hurts. I'm not a big Jalen Hurts guy, but I think this. I mean, the ceiling's definitely higher with Jalen Hurts than Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, and I the the thing my issue with AJ Brown is that I think he's kind of dumb because he tweeted out that a 50 percent chance of rain means that it will for sure rain on half of wherever you're looking at. Yeah, he had some shade for yeah. t- for the Titans. Oh yeah, he was well he was a little bitter too. All the guys that got like very similar deal, like him, DK. He's the only one that got traded. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, who was the other Debo? Guy? Yeah, Debo. They all yeah. got like that three years, seventy round, like around seventy million. Yeah, and he was the only one that got traded for it. <laughs> He's like, hmm, maybe you think it's maybe it wasn't on my end that like this happened. Yeah. Like he wanted to stay with the Titans, but uh, I don't know. I'm interested to see how he does, especially now that like Devonte Smith is actually like. Probably going to be a very good number Jaylen two. Jalen Rager breakout year. I don't even know if he's going to make the team. Underrated. <laughs> like, yikes. Like, Quez Watkins was significantly better than Jalen Rager. Whoops. Didn't Quez Watkins like tear his ACL too? I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, so so uh, AJ Brown is my number seven. What is your number seven? My number seven is the next tight end, my, my second tight end. It's Travis Kelsey. Right. And... I would wager a guess that you also have him somewhere in your top 10. It's uh, it's not too staggering. He's, he's number six, so yeah. we'll just talk about him here. Yeah, so, I mean, Travis Kelsey at seven, he is kind of the pinnacle of the tight end position. Yep. And even though he's he's kind of in the back end of his career here, and tight ends, I think, age a little bit more gracefully than running backs or wide receivers, but he's still kind of getting up there in age. So it'll be interesting to see how he is going forward, but he is – so dynamic. He's not quite the blocker that a guy like Kittle is, but yeah. he is. But that's probably going to go towards his longevity. Yeah, like, and he is such a threat in the passing game. Yeah. He is. He's fast enough to outrun guys. He finds these holes. He's got the mind meld with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, how many games? What What was that game where he caught like he caught like the touchdown to like send it to overtime? I was the, the, one the, in the Chargers. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. It just just banana stuff. It's like yeah. you should cover him. Yeah. 
And I, I mean, it'll be a little different for him this year since he won't have Tyreek there to kind of also share the defense detention. They but. have been getting like I don't like I don't know if you've seen anything with the Chiefs like training camp going on, but Not Sky really. Moore, their receiver, yeah. has been like he's, he's really wowing people, like yeah, unbelievable. 2.0, yeah. And then you know he's they still have they got Juju and Marquez Valdez Scantling. So like I think with those three guys, How dare you put MVS last? Well. <laughs> I think those three guys will probably make up similar, like combined production that Tyreek yeah, had. But, but you're not going to have like the one on one. The defense yeah. is being scared of right, this guy, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, interesting enough. Like looking up Travis Kelsey's, he's my number six. He has six straight thousand plus receiving or seasons. Yeah, and so as a tight end, as a tight end, like he is on. And the two before that, uh, eight seventy five at eight sixty two. So it's like, yeah. I mean, he's he's unbelievable, and are already you know his relationship or chemistry with Patrick Mahomes yeah. is you know it's a mind meld. It, it you know they know where they're going to be at the right time, and it, it's that speaks volumes like to yeah. a, you know a relationship and, with a pass catcher and a yeah, quarterback. And he and he's the archetype too for yeah. like this new breed of tight end in the last like five or ten years here, where like George Kittle is a tight end more like Travis Kelsey yeah. than like you know previous guys. Yeah. So I, I, he's my only tight end on my list. Yeah. Um, but I just, I mean, uh, he's a, just so lame, valuable, especially list. now yeah. that Tyreek is gone. Uh, I mean, he's going to be very, very valuable. I yeah. think going in to next year or this year. Uh, my number five, or actually, you know what's your no, number six? So my number, number six. six uh, we can get through it pretty quick because it's Jamar Chase. Okay. Uh, everything we talked about before, uh, I put him. Ahead of Kelsey because Kelsey is kind of old and he is very, very, very young and going to be good for a very long time. So I, I think that's, I mean, we've talked Jamar Chase to death here. Yeah. Um. All right. My number five. I think we have the same five. Well, we probably do these. Yeah. So I think this next five. I'm, basically I'm, we have the same 10 except for Kittle, AJ Brown. Yeah. I Because like, that's the thing. A lot of this is where you can just kind of place guys and you can make it. Like, it's actually realistic to make arguments for the, any of their placements, I think at least with those first five, and yeah. then these next five, like I don't know, they they are just a kind of the 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 tier one of the receivers. Uh so number my number five is Tyreek Hill. Hmm. So this one, had he stayed, had he been in Kansas City, I think I would put him higher. But the fact that he is going to Miami, yes, Tua has been great so far in camp. But like, not come not, on. A, not a it's real not, thing. It's not Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> like, let's let's be real here. I don't care what anyone's. Well, Tua was actually the the well, most accurate deep ball passer. Can, can we just take a moment? If you read a headline from training camp, and it's good, it is not real. If yeah. you read it and it's bad, it's probably real. Yeah. I I I can't stand it. Oh, this guy looks great. Yeah. Says the beat reporter for the team that talks mm. to him every day. Shut up. That's uh, that's not news. Yeah. So I have Tyree Kill. Uh, still, you know, still extremely explosive. I'm very curious to see, cause he's also getting up there in age. He's approaching 30. Um, and I, the first thing I think when he falls off a cliff, it's really going to be dramatic because yeah. like it's he, gonna be Deshaun Jackson. he doesn't, he doesn't like contact. He avoids yep. it. And if he, his, his way of getting around people is go, like literally running away from them. Yeah, like if backing he, up, if he around. can't do that, he's just going to be a guy that gets you like, 
negative yards. He, he he plays yards after the catch like he's playing Nazi zombies where yeah. like you can't get close to the yeah. guy. You have to like shimmy around him. Yeah, so as soon as he stops or as soon as he stops being able to actually get away from people, I mean, but I don't he, know. But he still can right now. Yeah, he still can there, right there's now. There's not another receiver in the league that can do physically what Tyreek Hill can do from a speed and yeah. a kind of elusive. Yeah, he's still unbelievably explosive. I'm very interested to see the Miami offense, uh, how that works, because Jalen, I think him and Jalen Waddell have a very, very good one-two punch. Yeah. Um, this is this is to his year. Like he, this is the make or break. Jalen Waddle. Yeah, he's doing the Waddle. Pa- For those of you, Paige think- loves the Waddle. Oh, she, every time it's she the sees best it, celebration. She, she loves the Waddle. Her favorite, her favorite animal is a penguin, and so she always sees it. And every time I see a Waddle happening, I point it out, and she's like, "Ah." <laughs> like he just flips out. What what if what if Joe Burrow and Jalen Waddle? Oh my gosh. Oh, what if they were together? Oh my gosh. She I I don't know if there are words that would describe how happy she'd be. Like <laughs> I don't think I could make her happier. Like I don't Probably know. Probably not, no. Yeah, like I don't want that to happen now. Just, just start like a Madden <laughs> franchise and do whatever it takes to like trade to get those two guys. Like, look, I made this for you. I sold the next four first round picks for Jalen Waddle. <laughs> Do you think Adam and Paige play Madden like we did in college? Yeah, I think they so. a team together. Yeah. Probably not. I, that'd be, that pa- would, I, that pa- would be Paige fun. plays the defense. She's like the middle linebacker. And just... That would be interesting. I, I don't know. Paige, if you if you want to play Madden, let's, let's play Madden. Let's see what happens. Yeah, um, I, I tried that with Jalen. It didn't work. Yeah. I'll be the who's who would you say is the worst Madden team probably? Uh, uh, the Texans, Texans probably. Texans, yeah. So I'll be the Texans. You can be whatever team you want. But that. The Bengals. Yeah, it should yeah. be the Bengals. <laughs> um, All right, so you have... So I have Tyreek Hill, Tyree number Hill five. five. Yep. At my number five, I have someone who used to be very near and dear to your heart, uh, Stefan Diggs. He is up there and kind of had his whole renaissance. I mean, he was never bad in Minnesota. He nope. never had like a bad season, but... He kind of went to Buffalo and there were all these questions, but is he still going to be productive? And Josh Allen and everything that's happened with Josh Allen and that offense now has turned Stephon Diggs into just a super reliable star wide receiver. It, like it, it, it's, it's kind of, it's weird because last season you don't really think like, Oh, Stephon Diggs, like he, you know, he didn't go off really, but he had a super productive year still. Yeah, he he had more touchdowns last year than the year before. Yeah. Like, I mean, like he, everyone was like, oh, he had a bad year. It's like, but he really didn't. But he did like, have a bad He had year. a really yeah. good year. I think because the, the thing is like, so he he's my number four. Yep. So I, like, I had Ty- Tyreek is my number four. So we can yeah. go right to number three so after this. So I, I think that like he had one of those years, like let me look up here. He had 166 targets in 2020. And 164 last year. I mean, he's a target machine. Yeah, so it's like, of course. And, and you know, between those two years, he had 100 and, or 230 catches yeah. between all those targets. So, like, that's a really good conversion rate. And 18 touchdowns, 1,760 yards, like, between in two the, seasons with Buffalo. Yeah. Like, so really, really good. Um, the cryptic tweets are way down. Yeah, 20, you know? yeah, 2,700. Yeah. Yards. I thought you were going to say 27 cryptic no. tweets. I was like, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, so, um, Diggs for me is just because of his situation, not changing like Tyreeks did. Yeah. And also the fact that like Diggs, I don't know, like he, He's not the most like physically gifted. He's still very physically gifted, but like he runs compared, great routes, though. compared to Tyreek Hill, like 
you know, it's hard to be better than that. Yeah, they're getting to the same but general route spot running, in two different ways. Significantly cleaner. Yep. The catch point significantly cleaner. Um, I think on a consistency basis, better for Diggs. Yeah. In my eyes, um, I I just think like he is the more like Hill's the better athlete. Diggs is the better receiver. Yeah. And that's how I justified putting Diggs above. Uh, Tyreek, but they are like right there. Yeah. Um, I had to put Diggs. I I couldn't put him. If much Hill stayed in Kansas City, him. if Hill stayed in Kansas City, I probably would still flip. Yeah. I probably flip him back. I so. was afraid of being accused of favoritism because I do own a Stephon Diggs jersey. Yeah. A Buffalo Stephon Diggs jersey. Oh, uh, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't Jalen have a Diggs uh, Vikings jersey? Thought you did. Either that or a Jefferson. I can't remember. Well, did she get it within two years? Like last I think two it's years? a Jefferson. Okay. Because I think I got it for her. Mm. Yeah. Um, and a Wiggins jersey. <laughs> just just cause. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so number number three. Number three. So we are I we I imagine we have the same three. What if we remaining. don't? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like that's I'm curious the order. I I don't know. We might have the same order. I guess I'll tell you here. So my number three is Cooper Cup. We do not have the same All order. All right. So my number three is Cooper Cup. Yes, he just came and off. You're not of... going to like my order. Yes, I know what your order is. Then. I don't. Think, I don't think you know what my order is, but it's not. It's not yours. So I go on. I feel like it's not many options. I can't. I mean, there's only three options. Yeah, like I think I got it, but I don't think it's what you think it yeah. is. Um. So Cooper Cup is my number three. And my justification for not putting him one or two is because Cooper Cup is probably in the best role in all of the NFL for a receiver. Like, it is the most manufactured, catered to him, getting him the ball, even more so than Debo. And I think if you were to put any of these remaining two that I have in that or let's, you know, my, my remaining two are Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams. I imagine you have that. I, I am in, shocked, included. sir. So Ellen Lazard, my, my rationale is you put either of those two guys, mm-hmm. you swap out Cooper cup and you put in either of those guys, or you take Cooper cup and put them in the other guys' situations. Cooper cup is never going to be more effective than Devonte was with Green Bay, or soon to be with the Raiders. We'll see how his role is, or how Justin Jefferson is with the Vikings. I think, from a skill set standpoint, I think Jefferson and Devonte are more talented. I think if you were to put them, or I'm curious, we're going to see possibly Jefferson in more of a Cooper Cup role mm-hmm. now that Kevin O'Connell's with us. But I just think, like physically gifted, the abilities that they have, I have to put them over above Cooper Cup. Just because it's like, I don't know. I, you know I, I I don't necessarily disagree with that, but counterpoint, Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson do not get breakfast with Matt Stafford. <laughs> All right? So, like, right off the bat, that's a huge minus for them. Wow. They would not be as productive in that offense. <laughs> oh. Be an Allen Robinson offense, yeah. hypothetically, this year, which and, is And gross. also, also, you look at it, you know, I, I think it goes without, like, it's very underrated what Odell did when he came to that team. Like Cooper Cup never had to be like, "All right, Cooper, go line up on the outside yeah, and but, win one on one on the outside or the Co- back." But the Cooper back end Cup option was ha- having like a wildly productive historic season before Odell right. showed up. But it's also in the type of offense 
that is arguably the last since he's been their head coach, one of the best run offenses. Yeah. It made Jared Goff look phenomenal for a few stretches. Yeah. Like that's really a part of it. Like if you were to I, I just think on a pure position like skill level, like how they actually are as an individual player, I cannot justify putting Cooper Cup, even with the season that he had last year, higher than the next two guys. So that's why, like, I have to put him at three. And it's not because Stafford's his quarterback. That's what you're going to go for. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's a little you're gearing sucks. at. No. My opinions are very I, vast on Matthew Stafford. Well, my, my opinion, I don't really view his touches as that manufactured. And if anything, I kind of view Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams as being forced more targets in their respective offenses than he was. I mean, the the Vikings are in, a, in still a run-first. They were in a run-first offense the first two years of his yeah, career. Yeah, but Kirk was throwing touchdowns to Jefferson with his eyes closed. Like, he was just doing the fuck it, JJ out there somewhere meme. Like, <laughs> he was. It happened in the Packer game. I watched it with my eyes. <laughs> so... That's that's where I'm coming from. So my number three, we can start. Talk, we can talk about him now. Yeah. Is Justin Jefferson because I think Justin Jefferson is really good, and I really hate that I have to say that, and it's the Eagles' fault that I have to fucking talk about this right now. Could you imagine your team, the same exact team with Jalen Rager? I don't think we would. You guys have would be Jaylen nothing. Rager, but I guess we'll never know. Well, yeah, we'll never know. I wish I could go back and figure it out. What if Jalen Rager came to the Vikings and he actually was like, he was like pretty better? Decent? Yeah, like you're like. The fuck is this he, he shit? He just needed to not live in Philly. You just hate the Philly like receiving coach. Like yeah. you're just like, what's wrong with you? That that would be like a Twilight Zone where I go back in time to the or like go to the alternate reality, and I'm like, this will be great, and it's the same. And Jalen Rager was actually like, still I'm just like mad. Really, I'm like, like, man, I wish I could go where Justin Jefferson, and it just <laughs> I learned that I'll never be happy. And Jefferson like comes to the Packers, and he's just like not very good yeah. for some reason. You're just like, what the fuck is happening here? He doesn't like Wisconsin. <laughs> so, but but Justin Jefferson. Very, very good. I'm very curious to see what he does with the new the new scheme, yeah. the new head coach, kind of talking about putting him in the Cooper Cup role. Yeah. I think we could see big things from Justin Jefferson this year. I put him at number three simply because I like the other two guys so much more. It is not a slight on Justin Jefferson. It seems like a slight on Justin Jefferson. You can read it however you, should, you want. You should apologize to Paige because she Just is pay, probably... We got to keep a list of players that Paige likes. Justin Jefferson <laughs> is her number one. JJ is her number one. <laughs> like, that, like, she... More than more than Joe? Yes. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, she... Paige. JJ no. is her number one. If we were doing her list... Why? She she just loves him so much. Why? Well, she's just, he's, is it is because so he panders? Because he wears no. Randy Moss t-shirts? And he's like, I think Randy Moss is cool. We're talking I'd, about a player that I'd panders be, here. What did your quarterback I'd do? Be, I'd be What wearing, did your quarterback do? That's not pandering. Most people that don't like that. That is pandering. <laughs> no. He comes in. Everything he does is like a. he's trying to be a bit now. I, like, would, I would say most people made fun of that. I don't think that was a pander. Hey, people love Nick Cage. That's true. But, I I, I mean, I don't if think. This, if this were her list, it would be Justin Jefferson won. Justin Jefferson, Jalen Waddle two. two, Justin Jefferson three. It would just be Justin Jefferson, then maybe Jalen Waddle. She would say Joe six. Burrow, yeah. but like no, this is a pass catcher. He's like, well, she could he could throw a pass to himself. Yeah, like, he well, could okay. Brett Favre. <laughs> there you go. But um, <laughs> the nod, Dusty. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That story. It was the Falcons. Yeah, I was gonna say if you didn't. <laughs> um. So my my number two. Just because I am going off of what he personally he said, he doesn't want to be called. No, just because I'm going, be I'm favorite. taking, I'm taking the man's words 
like that he said himself okay. for 2022. Okay. Justin Jefferson's the number two. So what a I, slight. <laughs> I think you fooled me. Yeah, I was gonna say his, <laughs> if we come we come back to this in a year, he's gonna be number one. What what were his words? He said he's like I'm. You know I'm not the best receiver yet, and he said Devonte is, but next time this year or like this time next year like i'm gonna be number one like he mm. you know he's like saying i'm not there yet i'm gonna be so like he himself acknowledged like you know he has to give you know kudos to he wearing Devontae. a randy moss t-shirt when he said it no i can't wait to call him a liar next year when he's not number one yeah <laughs> he's gonna be my number one still number two you know? <laughs> what if he sucks what do you mean he's gonna be i have number a feeling one? he won't suck this is just like what happened when U.S. Bank opened and the mural of Teddy running through it that hadn't happened yet, and then God exploded his knee. I don't you guys keep it. jinxing stuff. There hasn't been a mural that's happened. It's a just... mural of Justin Jefferson? Have you checked? Not in U.S. Bank. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Pretty sure. There's a lot of walls in U.S. Bank. Yeah. I feel like you got to check. Yeah, there's at least four. There's at least four. Yeah, there's, I, I Most think of those are windows. <laughs> It could be stained it's a glass. wall of window. It could be a stained like, glass window yeah. of Justin Jefferson. What really is a wall? You know, it's, it's, well, a, what it's are open frogs? to interpretation. Yeah, so, so um, he's my number two. He's your number I, two. I think That's like, a what huge he, betrayal on your what part. What he does is how productive he was able to be in the Mike Zimmer era that we're talking about, the end of the Mike Zimmer era where he became basically the big, like the human curmudgeon. Like he was just... Every Hating. week, he call Justin Jefferson into his office and just tell him I hate you. Yeah, he was he was just refusing to like be lean into like, hey, we got to really like you. You saw it. He didn't play the first two weeks of his career, and then week three he exploded. It's like, why was this dude just sitting on the bench behind BC Johnson? Like, what's going on? Hey, and BC, it, it's just valuable. You know, member of the team. no no player. He's he leads the NFL in receiving yards in the last two seasons. He leads the. He has the record for most receiving yards in, his, in a player's first two seasons. I mean, it's it's historic how he started, and now we got Kevin O'Connell coming over and from a pass happy offense. In that got the cock, you know we we have that, and they, he has said everyone's been like, oh, are we going to see him like a Cooper Cup? And he's like, you know, he has said he's not trying to change what like Justin's already great. Like we're not trying to be like, Oh, Justin be something different. Like he's obviously mm-hmm. been very productive. It's just like enhancing that, like using more of a offense, like the pass is working today. Let's lean into that today. And instead of Zimmer's like, we have to run the ball 30 times. So it's like, that's the exciting thing for a lot of fans. So I'm very, very interested and excited to see how he does Kevin O'Connell. But for now, for this year, I have to put him number two. I, I'm not, I'm not going to be that much of a homer. I already am one, so I'm not going to be a well, homer. I will join you. My number two is Devontae Adams. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, <laughs> you, if he were on the Packers, he's number one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> God. <laughs> but because he's more of a threat. I don't, So here, here's where I'm at with Devontae Adams. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you you didn't if, – if Devontae Adams was a Green Bay Packer still, you would put him above Cooper Cup. Because he's going to have a better season when he's on the Packers. That's, Last that's, time he played with Derek Carr, he broke records in college. What's yeah, to say in, he won't? In college. Well, and know. he's had – They're best friends, Kevin. He's had his entire – They are best friends. They are best friends. I don't think you're I acknowledging know. that. Do, do they the breakfast? weight – they, I'm sure they sleep in the same house together, <laughs> same bed. Same bed. I, I Can we mean, turn our bunk beds? I, I bet Devonte Adams oils Derek Carr's arms. Oh. I guarantee it. Go on. Yeah. No. So, but so Devonte Adams. Here's why he's number two on my list. 
he is supremely talented and he would be number one. Like you said, if he was on the Packers, he has had his entire professional career much longer than his college career and much more recent than his college career to form a connection with Aaron Rodgers, build that trust, get that kind of mind meld going there. And you saw that all the fucking time. He was catching like the uncalled like fake spike a couple of years ago. He's constantly just doing these impromptu fades, you know, in the red zone and stuff like that. That was their thing. They were so in sync with that. And I don't think he's going to be that in sync with Derek Carr. And I don't think Derek Carr is nearly, despite what Devontae Adams will tell you, nearly as good of a fucking quarterback. Oh, no, he's not. As Aaron Rodgers yeah. is. So that is a significant downgrade for me, I think, even though Devontae is ridiculously talented. He probably has the best release of any wide receiver in the National Football League. He runs excellent routes, great hands. I I really struggle with this one because, I mean, we can, you know, process of elimination. My number one is Cooper Cup. Yeah. I felt like Cooper Cup getting the triple crown last year in a year where, you know, it wasn't like Devontae didn't have his, you know, didn't have his. I mean, he, he put up numbers. He had an excellent season. Cooper Cup torched everybody else. Yeah. So that's why I have it broken down one and two. Cooper Cup has stability. Devontae Adams in a new situation that I think is going to be much worse. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it's probably going to be less productive or, you know, his, his numbers will be, I'm sure, less. Yeah. But I also think Cooper Cup's numbers are going to be significantly less than what it was. He's not going to get the, nice. The Allen Robinson bounce back? No, I, I just think, like, he's not going to. <laughs> Dustin gave me the, the saddest little, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be 1,900 yards again. And so I just think, you know, I've, I've mentioned why I have Cooper Cup below these – Full, uh, below Devonte. Yeah. So your your number one is Devonte. Yeah, number one is rounds out it, my list. number one is Devonte. Just because he's a guy that like you know I, I hated to admit it when he was with the Packers, but like he was someone that he could win on every level. Where I don't necessarily can I can can say that about like a lot of the guys on the list here. Mm-hmm. Like he was un, he was really great around the line of scrimmage with his release. He found ways to get open, obviously over the middle. And then deep ball, I mean, he you know he was able to ring in or bring in these long targets. Granted, I am very interested to see how what type of receiver he is when he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. Yes. So I I I just have to believe like I'm leaning into like oh like they have that connection still. It's not like he's joining a guy that he's never caught balls from. Like it's his college yeah. quarterback. Like I, they have a long history together and they actually have, you know, they have a personal connection. Whereas we're finding out, you know, as it's kind of happened, Aaron and Devante had a professional relationship. Like were they, cl- were they, they were like, work friends? Yeah, they were work friends. Yeah. They, but like, I don't know. I, I just think it's going to be, and it's not like he's joining a team that doesn't have anything going on on offense. Like Josh McDaniels is their head coach. Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Like, He's a, he was a very, very good offensive coordinator. He wasn't great as a coach with the Broncos that first stint, but it was probably too early in his career. It's better than having, you know, Rich Bisaccia or John Gruden. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like they're like, it's not like he's in a bad situation. Yeah. And he doesn't have to be like the sole weight of the pass offense on this team. Like he was with green Bay, yeah. but, you know, and like he has Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, extremely underrated. And and when's the last time something bad happened to a wide receiver in Las Vegas? I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so I, I just think that he is still going to be 
extremely good. Like I think his efficiency numbers are going to be better. Like his volume, no, mm-hmm. but his efficiency because he won't have to shoulder 170 targets. Like yeah. he's not going to need that. But I still think his reception numbers will probably pretty similar. His yardage could be similar. And touchdowns, you know, that touchdowns are kind of hit or miss year to year. Like, it just depends. Like, things mm-hmm. break the right way. But um, I don't know. I, I still still put him at number one. So so just to clarify for, for everybody, Adam is arguing pro-Devante Adams at me. Yeah. Hell has frozen over. Yeah. Like, the fact that you did. <laughs> that's, that's something wild. And, the, and we, we are also here saying that. Had Devontae stay with the Packers, he would be your number one. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a better situation. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a situation. You, you say that, that like it's forced. a gotcha. Well, I just like, I don't know. Like, and you were about like, I don't know. If you were going to give me endless shit probably for putting Justin Jefferson at one probably, right? I mean, maybe. I don't but know. Like that, I was gearing up. You can't say that's yeah. unjustified because he just led the NFL in receiving yards. But Justin Jefferson seasons. didn't change teams. Like there's there's no changing circumstances. That's the whole crux of the argument. We have a whole new scheme and coaching staff. That's a big change, but the colors are the same. So like <laughs> you know, it, it, you really how, how different could it be? Like the situation should probably only in, improve. I can't imagine it will be worse because our offensive scheme, if anything, will lean towards the pass now. Yeah. The, so the it's defense like, will get worse, but the offense might get better, okay. which was exactly your guys' problem I, last year. I think the the problem last year was the defense. It was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I, I can't imagine it'll get worse. As long as we don't let up, like, the most points in the final two minutes of either half, I think we'll be okay. You you had a fight with Bukowski about that. Yeah. Yeah, I Wasn't saw a that. a fight? Yeah. It was a fight. <laughs> I don't think it was a fight. It was, it was several that, tweets. That's also a thing I have, like, I don't what what's the what's the point of that tweet for him? To say like know. the he's, ifs and buts, just, ifs and buts, this happened. These would not be real. Like they're not real losses because well, I think lots was, of other things. That I think happened. he was pointing out that like there were you could nickel and dime your way different down whole weird things hole. about those four games. Whereas with you guys, it was one specific thing for like eight games. I know, but then it's like I the the fact that like that's how games how easily they're won and lost. It's like one thing goes the other way, yeah, and it's one, a win. One one punt gets blocked, and suddenly you're not in the playoffs anymore. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, you still have opportunities to score. Yeah, well, I mean. But that didn't happen. Got to throw it to Devontae. Yeah, but he wanted to throw it to yeah, Lazard. Or he tried to. to. He tried to throw it to Devontae, but he should have thrown it to Lazard. That was the, the crux of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah. Uh, He'll learn that lesson now. <laughs> he doesn't have Devontae. Better figure that shit Devontae's out. Devontae's probably year. out there. Oh, he's shit, he's try, not. Trying to throw it to Las Vegas. <laughs> go, Amari, go! <laughs> Just... Amari. All right. I'm done with Amari. All right, that's our top ten. Can we do, can we do like a bottom ten pass catcher so I can put Amari <laughs> Rogers on there? Amari Rogers. The J- only one. Jalen Rager. You can say, Kevin, you have like eight more spots. Nope, those two. That's all I need. I'm good. <laughs> Just going to alternate for all ten. <laughs> all right, uh, Dustin. We gave our top ten. Let's let's hear yours. Now, did you put this together before you heard or us talk? Or are you doing right? it as? I, yeah, I put it together earlier today. Okay, you All didn't right. change as we were going through. I did. Damn it, Dustin. dude! You're not supposed to That's change. That's the funny part. Is when it's you're wrong. You're not supposed well, to change. It's still gonna be funny. Uh, <laughs> do you? Can you remember okay. what it like? Any changes that you made? Yeah. Can you give us the original and then you revised? Yeah, can you do yeah, that? Yeah, give us, hang on, give me like, give me like. Five. Do a control Z. Give me 
five seconds. One. Yeah, I thought you were going to say minutes. I was, <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, I can't like, do that. I was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, that's too many. That's too many seconds right there. Um, oh, he's typing. He's typing frantically. You can probably hear it a little bit in uh, the background. Maybe. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> you can also just cut this out if you want. No, no. Let's leave it in. We're acting like we're on like the radio I can't, I can't or something. What, I can't remember what they were that All way. right. Well, just, all right, just, just shake them all, all up. Right. And just, do you have any, right, do you have you have any honorable mentions or are yes. you going right into 10? I do have an honorable mention. Just one? One? Okay. okay. Yeah. It's it's Nick Foles. <laughs> have you ever seen him drop a pass? Not once. Not he in my entire life. He won a Super Bowl by catching a touchdown. Saw Tom Brady drop a pass. In the same game. <laughs> a, yeah. dive, a diving one. Ah, I was off the fingertips. He could have gotten it. He didn't dive. He's too old to dive. He's too washed. I will never argue that Tom Brady is like a great receiver. <laughs> as, as you should not. All right, All Kevin, right. hit my intro music. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was just pausing for you to edit something in. Oh, oh. I, I like what I did. I think okay, we'll that's go good enough. That. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Looking at you like, what are you talking yeah, about? Number 10. Number 10. Debo Samuel. Okay. That's pretty close to where okay, we had Okay, thank God. Yeah. I haven't yeah. gotten a let, no laughs yet. That's yeah. good. I had him at nine. Yeah. So. All right, number nine. <laughs> Terry McLaurin. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I knew there'd be a laugh. All right. What, well, we, now we know one of the guys that we were talking about is going to be left off this list. There so, might be a couple. So it's interesting, though. So Terry, tell us what you know about Terry. His nickname is Scary Terry. That's, that's true. That's true. I think I think Carson Wentz could be a, a big upgrade for him. People, I mean, he, you know, was, you know, our Carson Wentz's elite it's, bit is it, like it's satire, right? It's yeah. it's not I real. Know, <laughs> but he was in the running for MVP. So so just just to clarify, years ago, I think he can come back. Just to clarify, yeah, the last time he was in the the NFC East, kind of on a yeah. team ish. Except for that year, except for, gotta, except for that was that was the Nick Foles play. that was the Nick Foles game too. Yeah, and he just kept Third turning year. the ball so, over. So Terry, because he got a quarterback upgrade <laughs> to a guy, the only guy in the NFL who is, is Heineke better? Could you argue that? Well, I, I was gonna say the only guy that sprained both of his ankles the same week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a lot of guys can say that. That's true. All right, number eight. You guys are gonna laugh at this one too, but it's Tyreek Hill. Okay, that's pretty low. That is really low. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I guess I had him at five. I, I, I just don't. I just I'm not a big Tua I, guy. I like I, I'm this not. though. Okay. There aren't very many big Tua guys. Yeah, sorry, Christian, if you're listening, uh, I know you're a Dolphins fan. I don't think he's a big Tua guy. I think he he kind of has to be. He's a bigger than average Tua guy. I mean, he's I not. He's not, he's not like Tua or whatever. But yeah. like he's you know. Okay, nice. so we got we got Tyreek at eight. We know yeah. Warren Sharp is not a Tua guy. <laughs> no, he hates no, Tua. Number seven, I've got Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Yeah, I kind of wanted to put him higher, but I just, I just don't know. He has games where he just doesn't look great, but he's like one of those guys that. And yet he's still your seventh best. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. He's got games because where he looks like he sucks. Sometimes he looks like shit. <laughs> he's great Seven. off the line. Like he can create separation almost as well as Devontae Adams can. That's a take. A couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> a couple only, hamstring injuries ago. He's only thirty. <laughs> that's that's where it is. That's the clip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number six, I have Mike Evans. Okay, that's pretty high for Big Mike. I don't know. I mean, he's he's, ah, he's a body. <laughs> he's, he's, a Antonio, he's a body. Where's he Antonio says? Brown on this list? <laughs> Antonio Brown is not on the list. I hate oh, that guy. God, damn it! Hate that dude. <laughs> you hate like? Yeah, he pretended to take a nap on the field in the playoffs. Oh, oh I forgot Jesus. about that. Yeah, okay, lost the us bur- the game. I shouldn't have. We we brought up perfect. This. Well, he lost. He lost you the game. It's yeah. not us. Yeah, it's us. Because like you're not on the same We're team all, as him. Oh, was that We're although Bengals slash Joe Burrow was fans that here. his? True. Was that his year where he was like diehard Bears fan? 
No, maybe I don't. I can't remember. I'm both things. <laughs> I'm both. All right. So who who do you got next? Uh, what number five? Kelsey. I got Travis Kel or Kels. Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey. Right. Shout out. Okay, he was my number six. Number so four. Pretty... I have Cooper Cup. Okay. I like it. I'm here for this take. Disaster. I'm, I'm good, here for good. the take. Let's let's you, the rationale. You keep being like Yes. You, you keep being like <laughs> Yes. Put him down there. You're like Dustin's on my side. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this as a win. You know, this I is don't, good. Uh, you guys haven't laughed. We got at me majority. That much yet. We got majority. I don't think you What's the majority? rationale? What's the rationale for him at four? I don't know. I just felt like a good yeah, Dustin, lay down the logic on <laughs> I don't know. Teed him up so much. I just don't. I don't know. I thought it was a fluke. I think it's a fluke. I still think it's a fluke. <laughs> he All right. Went for All right. Uh, well, he's still a great receiver, but but it was a fluke. He's great, I mean, but it was a fluke. <laughs> he's not gonna put up fifteen hundred yards again, but he might he put, put up nineteen hundred yards. Do you know what you know what Paige said last week uh, uh, when you were talking? We're not adding when you, that when last you gave game. her list. When you gave your list, it was like. Does why like why does he talk? Like he doesn't seem like he knows what he's talking about at all. And she's like, I would have a better list than him. What's your like, pages oh, list? Yeah, Come on, yeah. get her on the episode. We now we'll get the fourth yeah, mic. We, can. we, yeah, get her, we, 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 we have a fourth list. mic. Get yeah, her on. We do. Here. <laughs> okay, Paige, you you come on next uh, next uh, episode. I think, co- I think we covered Paige's list specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, I have Justin Jefferson. Okay. Number three. Yep. Well, Number suddenly three. I'm a big fan of Justin's takes. I think it's what great. Was, oh, your four was Cooper Cup. That's right. Yep. Yep. Wait, was he? I thought he was yeah. five. No, he was four. He okay. was. He was like six at one point, but <laughs> somewhere around there, he was lower. I had to move him up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I'm doing some math right now. It's just like looking at names. We don't have that many spots. We only have two no, spots. Number left. two. Number two. Jamar Chase. That's a homer take. Uh, no, no, no. He man. beat Justin Jefferson's rookie record. He's going to beat his sophomore record, too. Okay. I mean, he also will have, like, more games, but, you know. Uh, a, uh, who cares? There's math. A, there's a potential. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, it's a homer take, but there's a potential that it's right. Uh, prisoner of the moment. That's what that take is. I'm not a prisoner of the moment. Yes, you <laughs> are. If anything, you are. Like, just a dude. Watching football. Just the dude that occasionally watches teams that I claim to be their biggest fan. Never said biggest, but probably like top five. <laughs> I feel like I need to become a big Jamar stan just to like have that rivalry with Adam. Because Adam clearly does not like Jamar I love. I really like he's Jamar. Because he LSU stole receiver. the I really like Jamar. Like, I just think I'm he's, like, it's, it's it. one he, year. He eats Jefferson's <laughs> lunch every What was his GPA at LSU? Yeah. Probably not him taking any classes. Like, probably he's not Derrick Rose. He probably had people going to taking his exams and stuff. I bet he got his good grades at Sammy LSU. Watkins at Come least. Uh, okay, uh, and number one, <laughs> it's a dude that's first name starts with D and his last name is at the beginning of the alphabet. Why are you Why are you being weird? DJ Sam- Chark. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's Devontae Adams. <laughs> Devontae Adams, which means Diggs that is off. Diggs is not AJ in your Brown top off. 10. Debo Who? off. Who? No, Debo. Debo's ten. 10. Oh, yeah, Debo yeah. 10. So you don't have... You don't have A.J. Brown. You Who? don't have Stephon Diggs. Who? You don't have T. Higgins. Who? <laughs> Tyler Boyd. <laughs> C.J. Uzama, a... even though he's on the Jets now. They're Big like Uzi they're like 11 and 12. <laughs> Big Uzi hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, you got Devontae Adams at the top. So, you got you got bits and pieces of both of ours where you got Devontae 1 like Adam. You got Jefferson 3 like I do. You got Tyreek Hill 5. Did you have Tyreek 5? 8. 
eight. Yeah, I was going to say he was low. I had him five. Oh, Cooper. You had Cooper, Cooper Cup four. four. Yeah, that's what I had I'm him three. Of. Yeah, so I think we got some laughs out of that. Next you know, time, don't change actually, your shit, Dustin. It might be. It might be the the least amount of laughs I've what, ever gotten what did from you, a football team. Well, yeah, because you changed it after hearing but ours. I, I only changed. <laughs> I only changed like numbers five, six, and seven. So thirty percent of the list. <laughs> well, what, what were they? What did you failing. change? What'd you change? I moved Mike Evans down. Okay. Two six. What it, was he originally? What was, what was he originally? He was five. Okay, so you don't want I had Kelsey down. at four, and I moved him to five. So you moved. Okay, so you shifted people down. I had someone on the list, and I put McLaurin on there instead. Just someone, just and I then. Mean, well, this is the thing: is Alan I put Robinson? him on there. I would hope it would be Diggs. I, I put I no, he wasn't on the list ever. <laughs> 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 I, I put McLaurin on before you guys even started your top tens, so and then as casual. soon as you started talking about him, I was, I was like, "Terry's not going to be on this yeah, list." Yeah, I, I was just like, "Oh, shit. oh no, oh, god!" Because <laughs> I saw him typing. I'm like, "What is he doing?" Dustin looks like Terry McLaurin number one. Like, shit, yeah. fuck, 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 go back. <laughs> <laughs> had a ten on there, or had a zero. <laughs> just, I just. I don't know. We'll, I like we'll it. let the like season it. decide. Yeah, I was like a homer slash casual football fan. Where was last. I a homer? Uh, Jamar. Jamar. I'm not from Cincinnati. <laughs> you're a fan. And yet you're a fan. Like, it's not my home. I'm surprised you didn't put Mooney on there. He's like, I don't love Skyline He's Chili. 11. <laughs> I do like, I I do like Cincinnati Chili, though. Skyline I'm sorry, chili? what? Cincinnati Chili. That's not what it's Sky, called. Skyline Chili. We're bigger Bengals fans, Kevin. Jeez. Look at that. Congrats. And I think Skyline Chili fucking sucks. They have a Skyline? It's just spaghetti with, I'm like, sure chili on yeah. it. It's a, it's a city. I got more know. of a Skyline than Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. I think their Skyline is, like, they, a salvation It's Lambeau movie. Field. It's, <laughs> it's Lambeau, and then there's houses. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember being there. <laughs> there might be a three-story house there, sad. which is the second highest building in yeah. Green Bay. <laughs> Call, you, know, you can only have a Rambler. You can't have any three stories. Just a Rambler. It has to be only... You know, just most the, of them are ranches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's that's our that's lists. <laughs> uh, as I mentioned, we're going to be off next week, uh, but then we're going to come back with running backs. So that's going to be interesting. I think the running back position right now in the NFL is in a weird spot. Like, I don't know. There's there's a couple guys that maybe had some down years last year, like Kamara and Cook. Um, that before last year. can't believe you said Cook. I was going to say Cook to make you mad, but then you just said it. I mean, he still had a good year, but, like, based on what the year before, like, he was really good. Like, he obviously, he had a great... Um, Has Delvin Cook hit the wall? <laughs> no. Um, I don't so know. So, I, I, I'm interested because he's getting more, like, targets, like, out wide and, like, yeah. stuff. So, like, his role might be a little different. So, that's interesting. Um, but then you have, you know, guys come back from injury, like Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey... Um, other guys that had great years like Joe Mixon. Does he crack the top ten? We'll talk about it. So that's gonna be that's not gonna be next week, but the week after. So the seventeenth, eighteenth uh, episode will be out on the eighteenth. We'll record on the seventeenth. So, um, with that said, I think we're good to close it out here, unless there's last minute news. Nope. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Third and Forever, presented by Ten Thousand Takes. Go to their website at ten ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search Ten K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at Third underscore Forever Ten K, where we post our episodes each week, uh, as well as links to the episode, clips to the episode, content, reactions, memes, gifts, whatever you want, NFL related content. We're going to be 
try to be as active as possible as the season is quickly approaching, thank God. Uh, You can also find easy access to Kevin and I's uh, personal Twitters where we're a little more active, a little more biased, a little more emotional, whatever you want to call it. Where Adam seeks out Packers Twitter and gets into fights. <laughs> if any, if anyone here seeks out anything and gets in fights. Why do you fill my timeline with such negativity? Why do you just need to comment on every bit of negativity? I didn't comment on... But I'm did, just saying in general. Oh, I, did, I actually did comment on the thing that yeah. I'm talking about. But, yeah. but, 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 but about that. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. All right. You can also find like maybe Dustin, but like he's never really tweets. I have social medias. He does. Have social media. I can't tell you Multiple. what my hand- I can't tell you my social media handles because I don't know them that well. <laughs> Your Twitter's Dustinus Prime. I know that. I don't think it is anymore. I don't know. He changed it. Either way, uh, you can find find dumb. us. But third and forever is the primary one. You'll find everyone else. It's still um, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host Kevin Holm and producer Dustin Luco. Okay. Final words. We're both back.